Yo, 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 what's up, world? <laughs> it's your boy, Benny Pitts, a.k.a. Lil Daddy, a.k.a. Lil Nasty, a.k.a. the father to your unborn child. Um, who call you all? <laughs> I do. Okay. Hey, this is a, welcome to Being Benny. This is my new podcast. Clap it up for that. No, there's no audience because of the coronavirus. <laughs> hey, matter of fact, you need to stand six feet apart. No, I'm just joking. I'm just, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, we'll try next time. <laughs> Welcome to Being Benny. Yo, uh, so this podcast is about just giving people a glimpse into my life, my world. Uh, I'm going to talk about childhood stories, the way I was raised, how I started comedy, where I'm at now, Las Vegas, all different. This is just, this is you tapping into who Benny Pitts is and what better guest to have than uh, Big Chief Daniel. That's what we used to call you. <laughs> That's what we used to call you when we was kids. Yeah, a long time ago. A.K.A. The Deacon. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. The Buttering. I know that's right. <laughs> now, I got my best friend in the building. If anybody knows me most, is this dude. We uh, we going on, what, we three decades? Yeah, man. Just both celebrated our 30th uh, <laughs> in quarantine, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know what, man? We, we, we make a deal. We making the best out of what we got, bro. So I, I think... I think anybody that really knows us know that's what we've done. Made the best of what really, what we had. Uh, I, I think our um, our childhood or who we are and our existence is so interesting because um, anybody that don't know us, I'm one out of fourteen kids. Danny, Danny, fourteen, fourteen. Oh yeah. Uh, Danny's one out of fourteen kids. Our parents was fucking. Funny. <laughs> there was quarantine before the quarantine. <laughs> True story. So. Not only that, we grew up in a very religious, strict religious background. Would you call it a cult? Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, we grew up in a cult, and people don't even know that because, like, because of our social skills. Yeah, we so we so normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I'm not on, really on normal. the outside. <laughs> Once they get to know us on the inside, we're not really that normal. Uh, so, I, dude, we got so many stories. I don't even know where to start. So, okay, I'm going to break it down like this. Uh, who is Benny Pitts? This is this episode, episode one, Who is Benny Pitts? I'm, I'm the middle child of 14 kids. Uh, uh, mom and dad. Dad uh, worked at a tire shop. Remember Firestone? Yeah, I remember. That nigga had a slave in the neck. <laughs> had us working at 12. Bro, arranging all the tires by brand tread. Oh, all you that. remember that? Yeah, bro. And then I was like, are we going to get paid for this? He's like, I'm only... He said, be thankful that I'm paying you gratitude. <laughs> I can't even afford that. Hey, <laughs> he used to tell me at the age of 12, Jesus said, I'm going to be about my father's business. I said, nigga, I'm eight. <laughs> so I'm a couple of years behind Jesus. So one out of 14 kids, but my then, dad... I mean, you said that. He said, Jesus also said, greater miracles than him you should do. Like, this nigga. <laughs> this nigga is just out here quoting scriptures. So, um, 14 brothers and sisters, uh, stay-at-home mom, dad worked at a tire shop, made roughly, with 14 kids, maybe 40 grand a year, maybe? No, he made a little bit more than that. He was, uh, he was actually general manager over three tire shops. Uh, three tire shops. Firestone. So, let, let's just say 70? Thereabout. 70 at the high. I want to say between fifty and $70,000, 14 kids. Uh, damn. How did he do it? How did we do it? Nigga, because I make about 80 and I'm broke every second. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy thing is, I don't know how much I make. <laughs> you don't know how many kids I got. <laughs> I'm so turned up, I don't do my taxes. 
Hey, Wesley Snipes gonna retweet that. <laughs> Damn, that nigga spitting, spitting. So, uh, fourteen kids, tire shop, stay at home mom. My mom named Sarah. Uh, nine girls, five boys. Yeah, it was rough. It it was rough, but it didn't seem so rough because how fun our family was. Uh, my family came from like crazy different personalities. My brother could sing, dance, rap. Uh, oh, we all had our own different uh, niche talents. Talents, yeah. talents. And Danny used to come spend a night every summer. I didn't want to. And which one of my sisters did you want? Huh? Who? Which one was fucking? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Except for Rhoda. Rhoda's still single to this day. Rhoda wasn't fucking. <laughs> and where it came that but Danny had a crush on like two of my sisters. Nah, I didn't. All this time, I thought you was coming to my house to spend time with me, and you really wanted to fuck one yeah, of my you sisters. You sound like you jealous or something. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, I, uh, I certainly did not want to fuck any of your sisters because <laughs> they look like you. <laughs> yeah, they do. They look like me before I bleached my hair. <laughs> so, fourteen brothers and sisters. Danny used to come over every summer. Um, we was a lot of fun, a lot of energy. We was like, uh, we made the best of what we had. Um, growing up in a cult, uh, tell them we was homeschooled. Yeah, you know what though? But let's let's um, step put that to the side for a second. Okay, let's talk about location, location, location. Okay, there in Miami, Florida. In Miami, Florida. Okay, and you have to think like uh, Miami being such a um, dynamic, like place to live. There's it's such a cultural melting pot like people of all ethnicities um mainly people from the caribbean but uh also miami is known for uh, like a, a lot of drug traffic drug cartel right and you you didn't necessarily live in the best part of town oh yeah little haiti i look uh, dude let me <laughs> i know you're gonna tell a story about how no no i was gonna wait but okay. this is my favorite story we're not gonna tell it now this is my favorite story. We're going to wait to a little bit. <laughs> every, time, another episode. every time we meet women, this nigga tell the same story. But okay. Um, oh, no, I'm not fresh. I was born in uh, Jackson Memorial. No, no, no. I was supposed to be born in Jackson Memorial Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a dude sitting on the porch. There's a homeless man sitting on our porch. And as my mom went into labor, or as her water broke or whatever, uh, they was trying to have me. And they opened the door and the dude was sitting on the porch and he said he wouldn't move. So, because he wouldn't move, my mom and dad was like, fuck it. They're going to have a baby at home. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know him all my life. I ain't never heard of Yeah. So, they said they're going to have me at home. So, my mom had me at home. But then when she had me, they took me to Jackson Memorial Hospital. Yeah. So, a homeless man stopped me. Homie the homeless. Homie the homeless. Homeless stopped me from being born. In the hospital. So, yeah, man, it's crazy. So, boom, damn. We grew up in church. Mm. Where I'm at? I, we have so many stories, I don't even know where to start. Bro, you know, uh, well, let's start from the beginning, bro. Uh, I, I don't even, well, when you say you don't know where to start, I can kind of um, relate to you on that, bro. Even though, like, I've known you all my life, but I don't even remember the I, first time. I can't even tell you the first time I met Danny. That's how long we've known each other. We, no, have baby we got pictures. baby pictures together. That's crazy. Yeah. And even back then, we was the butter. <laughs> homie, homie the homeless wasn't around, but, you know, later. No, he wasn't. He was oh, he, oh, yeah, that's right. Before we were born, he said, I knew you 
when you was in your mother's womb. Homie been there. Homie the homeless been there. So, um, so, oh, oh, yeah, 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 spread the love. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Danny, uh, people always come to me and be like, oh, what school you went to? And tell them we didn't go to public schools. No, so here's the thing. The cult we was a part of, they got with the Florida Board of Education. Uh, and they were legit for a while and created a school called Genesis Christian Academy. It was a private Christian school, which is basically, um, I won't even say invite only, but for members only. <laughs> um, thankfully, uh, all the curriculum was up to date. Um, that wouldn't mean shit to Benny Pitts because I had to do all his homework. Yeah. This manipulating motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to Phoebe. Shout out to Danny. Shout, Shout out, out to your kid. cousin. <laughs> Shout out to kid, Mike. Oh, but, not hope now. Nah, never mind. Uh, I was about to say something. You know what? You talk about your sisters. I wasn't trying to get one of your sisters. Now, your cousin, Naomi, she was fine in the mother. Naomi? Naomi was fine. Nigga, you tripping. <laughs> all right, back to, back to the story. <laughs> Use all the big words for them so the people that educated can understand. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is I had to do all this nigga's schoolwork, bro. Yeah. I, I enabled you a little bit, kind of. I was never really the smartest tool. You know what, bro? You're not, it's not that you're not smart. You think I'm lazy? Yeah, that's, I know you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think you're lazy? Um, yeah, so, we, we was in this private school, Genesis Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's me. Uh, okay, I had, anybody that knew me, I had three best friends in my life. It was Danny. My boy Kid Mike, which is a hot rapper from uh, Miami, Florida right hey, now. we do things that the kid like. <laughs> we do. And our boy Jonathan. Mm. So we was like a crew. Slim, yeah. Slim. We was like a crew. So we was like a little gang in the little Christian, mm-hmm. uh, Christian Academy. And, it, yeah. and we was the only gang. So I'm the class clown. Danny was the womanizer. Whoa. John, back then, John didn't know how to talk to girls. You remember that? No, John ain't had no gang. And Kid Mike was the wannabe rapper. He didn't know how to rap. Mm. So, uh, kid, Mike wanted to be a rapper. I was the class clown. You was the womanizer. And John was just... Oh, yeah. Hold on. How am I classified as the womanizer? Bro, come on, dog. No, really, though. I want to know. You wanted all the bitches. <laughs> Who? Anna. Oh, okay. <laughs> My sister's nail. No, I really didn't want them to be your sister's. So, For real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, good. I'm cool off that. <laughs> so... Long story short, we in this, um, we're growing up and we actually envy like what's going on in the world because we wish society, society. because we are ostracized. We are so, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sheltered. Okay. We are so sheltered from the rest of society. When we see things on TV or hear things on the radio, man, that was my thing, bro. We could only imagine Imagine. how uh, glamorous or luxurious the rest of, of the world was. Of the world, yeah. So we couldn't have a girlfriend. No. You couldn't talk to outsiders. So if nobody went to your church or went to your school, you could have no connection with you them. You weren't allowed to associate with people that weren't part of the religion. And that was rough because when you go to the park or you go to the, you know, the public swimming pool and people try to associate with you, you had to distance yourself because that's the way we were raised. That's what our parents taught us. If they're not a part of our religion... Then they could only corrupt us. Yeah, um, uh, we was kind of like Jehovah Witnesses on steroids. On crack. <laughs> so, so people don't get that. So I, I am. I, I feel like I'm a, a socialite in a, in a way. Mm. And people are like I'm very social in this. I'm event. a Philistine. You're, 
I'm an Hebrew. <laughs> so people were like, oh my God, what school you went to? And they don't get it. I was homeschooled, but private school at the same time. Yeah. So thank you for explaining for the people that didn't know. And now they kind of understand. It only takes somebody that was right there and been through it with right. you that can really Bro, get if it. you really think about it, I have one of the rarest jobs in the world. I'm an interpreter for Benny Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know what the fuck you can say. You're like James Brown. <laughs> and that's a hard, from what I've heard, that's a hard job. So we these kids, we these kids that, um, man, we have the biggest dreams. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to be like a radio personality, talk show host, a comedian. You know, I always wanted, but I didn't know how. Danny just, <laughs> been a womanizer. No, I'm no you know what I always wanted to be? What's that, man? This is gonna sound Talk crazy. to people. No, no, no. My lifelong dream has to been has uh, anyway. My lifelong dream would have to be to like bring some sort of ceasefire to the world, like a mm. peace treaty nationwide, so we don't go at war. And now that I'm an adult and I realize that that shit ain't never gonna happen, mm. I'll settle. I settle for like five bitches. <laughs> like I said, he's a womanizer. <laughs> um, we just kids. You, you used to come into my house every summer. Yeah. Um, what did you see when you used to come to my house? It's 14 of us. It's nine girls. It's five boys. You what know, did you see? Um, like you said earlier, a bunch of uh, personalities. It was, it was, uh, it was fun, man. Uh, you guys... It, honestly, it reminded me of Broadway, and it's no. no, no <laughs> what? No, no, look, hear me out. And I, I went to a Broadway show. Uh, it was, maybe it was Rent. I think, mm-hmm. No, I don't. No, I saw Rent. I don't think it was in New York though. But anyways, in 2016, went to New York. I was, you know, New York weed is different. I'm pretty sure they lay stay shit with crack. I don't. I don't <laughs> Yo, son, B, that's word to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, check me out, son. Anyways. I saw a Broadway show in New York, and honestly, it's the best because there's so much um, personality going on at once. At one time, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it, it fits perfectly. It's like a machine. All the cogs are different sizes, different metals, but they fit perfectly to create uh, entertainment, if you will. So um, what I saw growing up with the Pitts family was just pure entertainment, bro, from, like, uh, your brother Lamar, your little brother, should I say, your little big brother. My little big brother, he's 6'4". <laughs> That's funny, because Benny is, like, 5'2 on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and his little brother is 6'4". How the fuck that happened, I have I don't no know. idea. I think God playing jokes on me. God's playing. <laughs> um, well, laugh at my pain, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I I thought that that was ironic, hilarious, nonetheless. Um, Personalities, yeah. So when I went to your place every summer, um, we hang out with your neighbors. You know, Tony, yeah, Mr. Philip, yeah, not not too far from the Miami Dolphins Stadium in Miami Gardens. One ninety nine. What was it? One hundred eighty. One hundred eighty third. It was right behind the flea market. Yeah, one hundred eighty third. Yeah, Carroll City. Um, Opalaka, nigga. No, it wasn't Opalaka. He was in Carroll City. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's just trying to rep everybody. Here, right? <laughs> but uh, in uh, Carroll City, 
I would um I don't know man it it was it was refreshing every time I went. I was thinking about like uh we used to watch uh the late night stand up comedy shows. Um Coming it, 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 Comic View, yeah, but it was was it BT after dark? B- BT after dark, yeah. You used to watch that shit, bro. Vibe to it. Um, y'all uh, used to. Uh, no, the crazy thing is, bro. Y'all used to have a real life talent show. So in our living room, in and our I, living room, and I was the host, bro. And that shit was fucking hilarious. Yo, so we used to do our own Showtime at the Apollo. Exactly, and that's what this one you was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my brother, my oldest brother Terrence, he thought he could sing. He really couldn't sing. No, he can't. Um, Daphne and Demars was like uh, they was twins, but they wasn't twins. <laughs> Daphne and Demars was two girls, hey, like six months from each other. A hey, future said, "What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> they were twins. They used to be able to sing. Lamar could sing. Um, now Lamar can't sing. That's an R&B really? nigga. Yeah, Lamar can sing, bro. He got the vocals. <clears throat> My brother that's six four. He can sing with good hair and light skin." Uh, he could sing. So we used to do our own talent show right in the living room. My dad, you remember my dad used to be the judge? Yeah. My dad would be the judge and I was the host. I don't know. I, I used to dress up in the suits. <laughs> wait, wait. So just to give the listeners a little um, insight, a little backstory, his dad went to Juilliard yep. and was, um, he did like uh, auditions with people like Jada and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Tupac. Denzel. And Denzel, all these people, right? So he's always been like a, how do you say, like a he's a arts, a arts performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a life. thespian, which is like basically an, a downgrade from a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad' dream was to be an actor. His best friend was, um, God damn, the dude from ER with the little eye. Oh no, what's his name? My, my mom would kill me if I forgot his name. Nah, it's you about to die. Man. Oh shit! Damn. It's gonna come back to me. It's gonna come back to me. So the dude, the black, the only black dude in ER. <laughs> I, to be honest, I've never watched ER. For real? Ever. So he was my dad's best friend. Matter of fact, he was my dad's understudy. Really? Yes, my dad was top of the line, bro. Like so school is really your dad is washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's washed. <laughs> he wanted that role on Castaway. <laughs> so my dad' biggest dream was like to be a big actor. If I, if I really seen my dad today, he would probably be somebody. Honestly. Like Will Smith or Denzel Washington. You know, it's a good thing that he did sure. because uh, if he did, you probably wouldn't have been born. What are yeah. you, number like eight? Uh, I'm seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm number ten, bro. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Our parents was fucking. Bro, you know the crazy thing? It's completely irrelevant to the story, but my mom had four miscarriages, right? Are you serious? Yeah. And two of those miscarriages are sets of twins. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, so if she didn't have any miscarriages, um, I would have t- 19 siblings. There would have been 20 of us total. Oh, my God. And Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Even this is my podcast. I'm spreading a lot. Danny and them was kind of raised in the basement. <laughs> the girls, they well, the girls had like the regular life downstairs. They loving family hugs. The boys was upstairs. <laughs> you remember your mom used to take the plates and throw it upstairs? <laughs> She used to take the plates and throw it upstairs to the basement and say, and then, y'all niggas spend for y'all the, the attic. But we also did that. <laughs> <laughs> he said throw it upstairs to the basement. <laughs> wow. Um, no, it's an attic. But also we did have a basement too. But uh, very few people went down there because that's where we used to. That's where my dad used to keep the um, his drugs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you was born in, in an attic. 
Nah, I, I was not born. <laughs> okay, not born an addict. You was raised in an attic. So you and your, no, no, no. Seriously, not like that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You was basically. I was raised in an attic as an addict. Yeah, <laughs> but you and your brothers basically raised yourselves. Oh, uh, for the most part, you know, I won't say we raised ourselves. Uh, my dad taught us a lot of uh, survival skills, mm. a lot of critical thinking skills that, um, honestly, most men my age don't have. Don't have. It's, work. it's actually surprising to me. Um, and it's surprising to me because, like, if you try to have a debate with these people on social media, Twitter, Facebook, their log- logic is faulty. Their um, train of thought is not in, in line to what you're saying. No, most definitely. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. What I'm trying to say is um, basically what... I've learned from adolescence, from, you know, youth, my childhood, uh, it made me appreciate what I was taught, and I'm sure you could say the same thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, just because guys our age, it's not that we're smarter or we're better, it's just like our way of thinking is different. Um, It's different. Benny, I can say this about you, like, your parents definitely raised you right, because you're loyal to a fault, bro. Yeah. you um hang around people simply because like you gave them your word and and i'm not saying that you should go back because you gave somebody your word but i'm talking about people who have with intent tried to hurt you um and you still stuck by their side bro but it it just shows me that like although our childhood might have been um tedious it might have been frustrating it might have been unconventional we were able to keep the good things about our childhood, about our being raised, our adolescence. We we were able to sift out the the negative things, Mm -hmm. throw them away, and then keep whatever positive remains. So, I don't know, man. I think we made pretty good strides. I I think we made dope strides. If I've never told my parents before, probably never, because I probably, I'm going on 10 years without talking to my dad. (laughs) Um, uh, I appreciate this. My pits men, we live by a certain creed. Whether you're broke, whether you're rich, we we live by we're pits men, and, and we have a certain pride that we. Cyrus going crazy in the kitchen right now. <laughs> There's a podcast going on. Um, we live by a certain creed that we live by, and all the pits from Christopher, my youngest brother, to my oldest brother Terrence, it's. We live by a certain code that we live by. It's, it's like you said, family, loyalty, friendship. That means everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, just, I just live by that. And I, I have to give that thanks to my dad. The reason why me and my dad don't get along, because we're I'm the BET version of him. He's more of the opera <laughs> Oscar version of me. Classical. Classical. <laughs> High-end, yeah. educated, Educa- sophisticated. Sophisticated. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that you're not those things. I'm no, I'm saying, saying I'm not those things. <laughs> you chose to indulge in those things more than you Yeah, I, I'm saying I'm not those things. Um, my mom, one of the sweetest ladies, sweetest, meanest ladies I ever met in my life. <laughs> my mom was 14 brothers and sisters. She never told us she loved us. My mom didn't really show no. Join the fucking club. I, yeah, I'm not. Like, this is not no. This is not no pity party. I'm just. This is just people. It's a pits pity party. <laughs> I, I, gave, I gave a little of your pain. I said you was in the attic. <laughs> I 
That's not what I'm getting at. Um, no, no, no. But my mom, anybody know me, and probably my relationships with women, they don't really understand is because... You have mommy abandonment. I have mommy issues, and they don't, they don't, oh. <laughs> they mm. don't get it. Wow. Okay. Well, I can recommend a therapy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need it. I got Medicaid, so they'll probably pay for that. Probably won't. 70%? (laughs) Probably won't. But no, no, no. So the first time my mom ever told me she loved me, I was 25. Damn, your mom told you she loved you? uh, The only reason she told me she loved me, she thought she was dying of cancer. Oh, damn, for real? And I gave her the money (laughs) for the medication. I gave her the money for the medication. I love my mom to death, Sarah Pitts. But my mom didn't know how to show love. My mom is from Haiti. And Haitians don't know how to do that. Not only she, bro, she, look at Kodak. Kodak is from Haiti. Yeah, bro, he Haitian. Oh, he is oh, okay. Yeah, but not only that, my mom was. You're a, the only Haitian I know that don't know how to speak Creole. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that's crazy. I think because you remember back in the day, they used to call us dirty little Haitians. Y'all don't match. Uh, all the type of Who shit. Who used to call you that? Uh, you. <laughs> used to call you a dirty little Haitian? No, I'm You're just saying. Everybody else used to call me a dirty little Haitian. But um, I never called you that. Long story short, but I think I'm gonna start doing. It. <laughs> Maybe you should. My mom just didn't know how. Um, I, me and my mom just probably got a, a, a relationship probably in the last what five years, maybe. Yeah. And I'm, I just thank God we had that in the last five years. But my mom did teach me this: no matter what you are or who you are, be yourself. And she was like, yo, if you're going to be that clown nigga, and my mom hated it. My mom used to say, if you tell one more joke, I'm going to cut your tongue off. If you tell one more joke, I'm going to cut your tongue off. And she used to make, what's that scripture you used to make me read? Nigga, I don't know. Uh, uh, carnal mind is enmity against God or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. But it is what it is. All right, Danny. Childhood stories, best friends. Tell me your best moment of us. Just us. Uh, growing up, let me see. Bro, honestly, I don't know. I think I have to give some thought. Uh, I can definitely speak more on recent years. You know what's crazy is um, because my childhood personally has been so unfulfilling and so dark, I kind of chose to forget a lot of those memories. Mm. Yeah, me too. Same. um, Not to say, I don't know, man. I um I, I owe Danny. I, I've never told Danny this before, but I'm gonna say it right here on the podcast on episode one of Being Benny. Danny actually saved my life in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember? But, no, no. But we're talking about childhood. But yeah, I do remember, and I do expect your firstborn son to be named after me. So. <laughs> my first <laughs> one of them niggas. I'm collecting. He went. Hey, there. so. We in the Bahamas. Hold on, hon. Let's not, let's save right. that. Let's save that story. We got so we gonna talk about the Bahamas, <laughs> and then we are gonna talk about my favorite story on the next episode. I, 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 no, 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 no. Let's talk about your favorite episode, childhood memories. Because this is episode memory. one. Let's go childhood. You know, it's actually super simple. I think my favorite epi- or episode. I think my favorite childhood memory of you and I is um, <laughs> when Isaac said, "Back off." <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I think it was my memory. The, the first time you came to Tampa and it started off at us um, at my house, we were playing video games and then my dad asked if we wanted to ride bikes and then we, we were in Tampa and we uh, rode around Bayshore Boulevard on bikes and 
I don't know. Maybe, like, this is going to sound extra homo. But, like, the look on your face because you've never done no shit like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first time I felt, too, when I did it, bro. But, like, Bayshore Boulevard, if you don't know in Tampa, Florida, Google that shit, bro. Like, it, it looked extra plain, but when you ride on your bike and you have seagulls flying over your head and you have the breeze from the sea, like, the mist of fresh salt water hitting your face and you see... Tarpon and mackerel jumping. It's out kind of water. like you're on an island, bro. It's it's like I, I don't even know. How, it's it's magical in a way, and then and at this very moment, it's nostalgic. you remember that? I, I don't remember this. I'm, I'm being no, honest. No, I do. And then uh, after that, after we rode our bikes, which is from our house to Bayshore and back, was probably like a 20 mile bike ride, and we went home. Uh, after that, we hopped in the van and we went to um, Lettuce Park, which is also in Tampa. Um, also, That's before vegans. Yeah, <coughs> way way before vegans, and uh, we went kayaking, and that was fun to see like the flamingos. And oh, I, I, that I remember. I do oh, remember yeah, that. Damn! Yeah. Bro, How long ago was this, bro? This was probably like this. Tupac was still alive. <laughs> oh, for real, for this real. Was way so we just reached thirty. We reached yeah. our thirty mark. Cheers to that. Yeah. So this had to be like what 24, 25 years ago. Yeah, bro. We were kids. We like, were kids, kids, kids. And we went to Al Lopez Park after that, bro. Like, we had an action-packed day. And at the end of it, I just remember passing out. Like, um, we probably got home around 7 o'clock. I didn't even eat dinner or anything. I just knocked the fuck out, bro. But that maybe that was probably, like, my favorite childhood. Cyrus wasn't even born back then. That's crazy, Cyrus. bro. Cyrus. Cyrus. Down this nigga, um, he... Um, he uh, two chains with a crack rock. Nigga <laughs> whipping it up. Man, uh, we not gonna. This is the first episode. We are not gonna hold them too too long. I just wanted them to get like a. Uh, all right, so I, I'm, I'm a stand up comedian. Um, I do stand up. I've I've been a, I've been around America a little bit. I've been around the country a little bit. I actually been overseas too doing stand up. They say I don't talk about my life enough, and it's so hard because if you didn't be there. It's hard for you to explain. You know what I'm saying? Um, Danny, I had to get you on the show today or the podcast today to explain. Uh, kind of like, you know, just get a glimpse. If, if anybody can't see from the first episode, they're probably like, mm, that's why Benny is the way he is. Why, if you had to say, why is Benny Pitts so crazy? What would you say? Um, <laughs> you know, the world may never know. <laughs> I think this is the best answer you could give. Um, Danny, mm. uh, before I let go, before I let go, um, what's your favorite food, man? You know, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I don't think I have one. I Get really the don't. fuck out of here. Bro, I enjoy all cuisines. Just like I enjoy... Maybe I am a womanizer. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember I said that. I was like, I'm not really into... Well, I'm not going to say what I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not into this, that, and the third. He was like, listen... Small, small women, tall women, men and brethren I love all women. Bro, I really, like, I don't know, man. I think it, for me, it's more about personality. Just it's the same thing with, with dishes, too, with food. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't have a specific cuisine type. Um, why the fuck did you ask me this? I, I have no idea. I said, before we go, what's your favorite food? I'm to I, actually, this, why, why have we been friends 30 years and we never wavered from being friends we never we had our moments just like any friends if you talk 
if you see any friends, best friends relationship, they talk to each other like married couples. I don't, I don't say that in a homosexual way. I mean that, that they say what comes to their mind. Like fuck you, why well, the fuck? You? Well, there, there goes our gay audience. <laughs> I'm sorry, homosexuals. This thing is homophobic as well. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. yeah you no, I, I, don't, I don't think... I have a gay brother. Yeah, I know. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think you should see a psychologist or psychiatrist about being diagnosed for narcissism because you're narcissistic as fuck. And you think so? That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just... You, this is obviously, I'm, wow. I'm not in the medical field. I'm okay. not a doctor. I'm not a research, researcher of any. It's just, just the way you, you're so out of touch with certain topics, you know? Okay. And then this isn't a, a, a bash Benny Pitts party. It's not the Benny Pitts V-Day bash, you know? <laughs> um, why have we been friends for Why have three we decades. been friends for three decades? Um... <laughs> Well, I was at your. I was your best man at your wedding. Okay. Well, there go some of my hoes. <laughs> nah, hey, ladies, I'm kidding. I'm divorced now. Hey, he's divorced. No, I'm saying I was the best man, and that was what ten, not ten years ago. No, that was that was seven eleven. That, that was nine years. And that ago. was nine years ago. I was the best man at your wedding. Mm. Uh, why? Are, why are we friends to this day? Why are we still friends to this day? Um, bro, I think it's a. Uh, Honestly, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of topics. No, we don't see eye to eye on ninety percent of the topics. But uh, I think it's a uh, it's unwritten, unspoken understanding of each other, um, and it and it not just stems from. Not only does it stem from where we grew up and how we grew up, but how we're currently evolving as men, um, in today's society with all the uh, obstacles, the objections. Uh, perils that we face I don't know I, I think that although we are very different very different views mindsets outlooks whatever the case may be uh, we realize that we're kind of in this together whether we want to be or not right so can I agree yeah like um, the, I told you before bro iron sharpen iron and I don't necessarily mean that in a in a, in a um, as an analogy to strength or wits, but more so character, bro. Like I said, um, you you teach me, I teach you. Like you teach me, hey, um, be more focused, passionate about what you love, and I teach you, hey, you got to be more driven and more committed to what you love. So I, I think that's what that's it real. Is. Uh, we just hey, I, 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 in a rapper type of way, I don't mean to say this. On wax or whatever. This one, you remember rappers used to say that. <laughs> I'm saying on wax, and I appreciate you, bro, and I love you as a friend. I'm not just saying that. Um, um, <clears throat> before we head out, and I always say that. What is the one thing about Benny Pitts um, that you say most people don't know, or what is like the most misconception about Benny Pitts that people might believe that you know? Um, most misconstrued thing about Benny Pitts that um, he has Napoleon complex. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that he actually doesn't. I don't think that he has Napoleon complex. Um, I think he's just tired of being shitted on. <laughs> 
And it was a lot of years of being shitted on. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is the first episode of Being Benny. I want to thank my guest, (laughs) my best friend. Dang. Hey, I'm going to have you on like a couple of episodes later. So hey, we can... Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Uh, so we can explain what the buttering is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to leave them with that. Oh, man. We got so much to talk about. <laughs> it's so much to talk about. It's not enough time. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to uh, Being Benny. This is episode one. There's many more episodes to come. Uh, this is just Being Benny, man. We just getting started. And I thank everybody for tuning in. God bless. God speed. Hey, and remember, black don't crack. Unless you smoke crack, I'm out.